0: And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. This is a very special announcement and message for all listeners of the Whitfield Report podcast and viewers of the Whitfield Report video podcast as well. I wanted to give a few thoughts on Alex Jones being banned from Apple and Facebook and Google and Spotify. And I I was going to do this podcast as a uh, Patreon-exclusive podcast for my listeners, but this is such an important topic that... I'm making this available for free on YouTube and Anchor and Apple Podcasts and all my other uh, major platforms that I'm on. Early this week, Apple, Google, Spotify and Facebook all banned Alex Jones from uh, their platforms in one way or another. Apple took down five out of six of the InfoWars podcasts on Apple podcasts. Alex Jones can no longer access his Facebook pages, any of them. He may still have his personal account, I'm not sure about that, but his his podcast was also pulled from Spotify, and his podcast is no longer listed officially on Google. When you search Alex Jones' podcast, you'll find a bunch of different articles about the podcast being pulled from these different platforms, but... Really, you can't find links to the podcast from any mainstream sources uh, that are listed in Google. Now, this is very troubling if you believe in free speech, and let me be the first to say... I'm not someone who has always agreed with Alex Jones, I've, I've, uh, I wanted to say I've been a fan of Alex Jones in the past, but I have to tell you, the fact that Facebook and Spotify and Apple... And Google are all trying to ban him. It is actually making me a fan of Alex Jones, believe it or not. Or not. That's the that's the crazy thing. I, I was I was never really a big fan of Alex Jones up until really the election. Uh, I had heard of him obviously, but. The thing it is, is I'm not one to really believe in conspiracies. I find the whole notion that 9-11 was an inside job to be completely ridiculous. And I, I may go into that more on a future episode of the podcast. But basically, long story short with that, We're talking about the United States federal government, which can't even uh, manage to run the DMV properly, or the Social Security Administration properly, or any government entity properly, you know, without bureaucracy getting it in its own way, without the bureaucracy getting it in its own way, and making an ass of itself. So... You mean to tell me that the government can't really, uh, you know, even function that, that well? You mean to tell me that the bureaucracy can barely function doing day to day things, but yet the government bureaucracy was organized enough and skilled enough to perpetrate a false flag terrorist attack on the United States, and then miraculously covered up. Okay. I really don't buy that. So, but that's a whole nother topic for another time. So I've disagreed with Alex Jones on the 9-11 conspiracy stuff. That's fine. And, uh, you know... The, as far as the sandy hook uh you know thing being a false flag i'm i'm not really sure about that one either um in in jones's defense i don't actually think he actually ever said anything about sandy hook itself being a false flag what i heard him say is that other governments in other countries have used instance it is like Sandhook, and have made false flag events in other countries to, you know, spread propaganda and take away gun rights, which I do believe that is true. But, you know, my point being is I was never really an Alex Jones fan up until a year, year and a half, half ago, and even now I, w- I would use the fan, the term fan you know, kind of lightly when I, when referring to myself. But with that being said, uh, you know, this whole thing with censorship from Facebook and YouTube and uh, Google and Apple and Spotify, and whichever other mainstream platforms uh, have banned him or will ban him in the future, I suspect Twitter's not far behind. If you believe in free speech, this is a major, major problem. If you believe in free speech and you're on the left or the right, but you have still believe in free speech, no matter which political party you're a part of, whether you like Alex Jones, hate Alex Jones, or somewhere in the middle like me, if you still respect free speech, you should be outraged. Because censorship, even of of people you don't like, still goes against the foundation of what this country was based on. And this is also extremely scary. When you take into account that Jones has been talking about possible conspiracies to assassinate the President of the United States, Donald Trump, On his show over the last few months, which I, I do believe that there are people actively trying to formulate plots to take out President Trump. That, that's not that far fetched to me by any stretch of the imagination. And it, and it also, Freaked me out when you have Infowars, which was a conspiracy site a few years ago, reporting on mainstream news more accurately than CNN or MSNBC or mostly that the other mainstream news networks. See that—that's the other hilarious thing. A, a few a few years ago. Just five, ten years ago, Alex Jones was an internet meme for conspiracy theories. And then CNN and the mainstream media went after him during the 2016 election uh, because he had Donald Trump on his show and they were trying to discredit Trump at the time. And they saw that Jones had. Uh, Trump on his show and so they figured oh well you know Alex Jones is a conspiracy theorist and uh, Donald Trump went on his show so oh good we, we can use we can use the crazy uh conspiracy theory guy to make Trump seem crazy and discredit them and it, them both and in the process guys Here's what happened. Both Alex Jones and Donald Trump were more or less catapulted into mainstream America's conscience. Alex Jones dialed back the conspiracy theory stuff a little bit. It actually started doing real investigative journalism, which I really like. And, you know, most mainstream Americans... Even myself, who, you know, are awake and pay attention to stuff, are are like, hmm, well, I actually kind of like this Donald Trump guy. And, you know, even me, who I didn't like Alex Jones prior to the election, even I said, well, hmm, this guy is actually starting to make a lot of sense now. He's really doing investigative journalism stuff. He is fun to watch. How animated he gets. He's not as bad a guy as I thought maybe he was, and this guy is pretty entertaining. So, the media tries to destroy conservatives and cultural libertarians like Alex Jones. Like Milo Yiannopoulos, like Gavin McGinnis, like, uh, like myself even, you know, who are, who are smaller personalities. And every time they try and destroy us, the, uh, you know, we become the counterculture and we become more popular. Now granted, this isn't about me. I'm not trying to make it about me. What's worse? what's worrisome about Jones being Camo is he's someone who has a huge reach and who has uh, the money as right now to fight back against all this censorship and uh, fight back against the globalist power. But for... Those of us like myself who are, who are smaller, uh, you know, independent citizen journalists who depend on platforms like YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Apple podcasts to get our platforms out and to get our message out. This is really scary because if they can censor the big guys like Alex Jones, they can censor the smog guys, too. What, what's what's to stop Facebook from banning my Facebook page for the Whitfield Report podcast? What's to stop uh, Twitter from banning my profile that I've had since uh, 2011? And I've built a, you know, a community around. That was how I first started promoting my podcast. A a long time ago. And what about when when Apple podcasts? Or Google blacklist my podcast? What happens then? And I'm a guy who... I'm pretty conservative... On most things, like I said, I'm a con- I'm a consu- I'm a conservative libertarian. But even some liberals, again, not leftists, but liberals, I try and make the distinction. Even some liberals who don't agree with my politics still like listening to, uh, the podcast and watching the show on YouTube. And having, you know, civil discourse about my shows. And so if my show gets pulled or if any of the other smaller YouTubers get pulled who have podcasts, well, then that's bad for both sides. And as I said before, if they can, if they can pull someone like Jones from the platform, who is, you know, deemed by many to be con- a crazy conspiracy theorist. Well, what, well, what happens when they start going after more mainstream people? Because all of these Silicon uh, Valley tech people are so far to the left that they believe that anyone even slightly to the right of their far-left bent, is basically a neo-Nazi. I mean, just look at the headline from The Verge. Apple crushed Alex Jones, then tossed him a lifeline. Uh... Explaining how so these liberal journalists over at the verge they were praising Apple for banning the Alex Jones podcast from the Apple Podcast platform, but now they're also criticizing Apple for allowing InfoWars to have their app on the App Store. Now, folks, if I may, let me explain. Let me explain what what what's going on with Apple because I'm I'm a little surprised that Apple was the first one to take action. And yes, some of you will call me an Apple fanboy here, but hear me out. Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple. Has been known to be more of a, uh, libertarian rather than a mainstream, uh, you know, leftist, like a lot of them are in in Silicon Valley. If you remember, if you remember a, a, about a year or so ago during the election, there was a big stink because Tim Cook at the time had donated Money to, uh, Paul Ryan's campaign. And Paul Ryan, even though he's, he's a rhino, a lot of people in Silicon Valley were still pissed at Tim Cook for donating to, uh, Paul Ryan's campaign and donating to a few other Republican campaigns. Even though, you know, Cook donates time and money to both parties because he believes that in our society we should have you know an equal discourse and he also said that uh, companies should respect employees regardless of political views well that got him in trouble with the far left press he was also in trouble uh, He also got a lot of heat from the liberal press and the mainstream media for going on television earlier this year and saying that the Trump tax cuts were in fact helping Apple create new jobs. Remember that? The media just couldn't figure out why Cook was... Praising the the tax cuts, so my crazy conspiracy theory, if you will, is that Tim Cook uh, basically got coerced by this cabal of powerful individuals trying to take down Alex Jones. And Donald Trump, I th- I think they probably have something on him, and they said, "Look, you need to get rid of Alex Jones," and so co- complied with that. But meanwhile, he's he's allowing the Infowars app to stay on the App Store and whatnot. So that's my conspiracy. So you know, people are getting pissed off at Tim Cook. Um, I definitely think think that the guy who runs uh, Apple Podcasts and who runs that division, his head needs to to roll for sure. But I I I seriously do think that Tim Cook is more like a libertarian uh, hiding in enemy enemy territory. Uh, but again, looking at this, uh, headline from The Verge, there is just so much venom towards Alex Jones and venom towards Apple for stalling the Infowars app to, uh, stay on the App Store. Uh, another article from Time. Magazine from Time.com just absolutely celebrating the fact that Alex Jones was taken was taken down by Facebook and YouTube and Apple. These people are amazed by that. It it really is quite sad. So, again, like I said before, even if you're not a huge uh, fan of Alex Jones, it is still very troublesome that he is being censored. And I'll be talking about this more in depth uh, this weekend on the Whitfield Report. We'll be discussing uh, more in depth about the media censorship of concerto's by big tech companies. And how we can fight back and more importantly, why it's important for us to stay on these platforms And to not boycott and bail out and how we can fight back by, uh, by becoming more engaged on these platforms, making our voices heard. So that'll be this weekend on the, uh, Whitfield Report, Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my YouTube channel. Search the Whitfield Report. And, uh... If you like this video on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up, uh, write comment, and subscribe. If you are listening on Apple on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or wherever, wherever else you get your podcast from, please leave us a uh, rating and review for the Whitfield Report. That really helps us. And uh, if you can. Please can please consider going to uh, patreon.com patreon dot com forward slash uh Whitfield and uh contributing to Patreon. I just got that started. Uh and for as little as one dollar a month, you too can help me create a, gr- a great podcast and help fight back against the mainstream media, the liberal pro- press, and the globalist cabal. We all need to stick together and fight for free speech and fight for the First Amendment and uh, fight back against big big tech. So once again, I'm Sam Whitfield. This has been a shortened podcast for the uh, Whitfield Report. I uh, want to salute each and every one of you who have supported me over the years. Thank you for watching and or listening. Have a great day. God bless God save this great nation and I'll see you this weekend on the Whitfield report. Thank you for su- for supporting us folks. God bless and God save this great nation.